This is the third week of Advent. If you have your Bible, would you turn with me to Matthew chapter 1? And we're going to begin in verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name of Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. That was my wife, by the way. Thomas was asking me yesterday how I was able to get her up here to read scripture because he had asked her to do the prayer of the people. And I didn't realize you could actually tell Pastor Thomas no. But she told him no. But I told him, I think I have a little more influence on her than than you do. But thank you, Nadine. How's your week going? It's busy. Mine started out great. And then it turned into a train wreck. Because I actually forgot that God is with me. I was at mom and dad's house trying to help my mom. She's been taking care of my dad for close to two years. And that's a hard job. I am not meant to be a caretaker, but I was trying to suck it up. And I actually couldn't take it, so I decided to vent with my mouth. And I saw firsthand what James means when he says, the tongue has the power of life and death. Because I forgot God was with me. And so I just spat out the most vilest things on my mom and on my brother. And I was so mad. I was like, that's it. No more help from Matt. You're never going to see me again. And I went home to pout. I was so mad. Who can I call? Everybody's at work. I don't want to bug Pastor Thomas again. And so the thought came to me. I'll just text Thomas and tell him I cannot speak today because my mind is not right. How can I represent Jesus when I just vomited on my family? But I thought of what Michael said last week. 
He said he didn't want to get up here and speak. But when God wants him to do something, he doesn't hesitate. Whether he wants to do it or not, he steps up to the plate and he goes to bat. So I didn't text Pastor Thomas. Sometimes I forget God is with me. And so I come to church to share my discouragements, my weariness. And I always find that God chose me, someone who is in worse shape than me. And I start praising him and saying, thank God that I am not in that person's shoes. I want to celebrate some victories, and that's why I come to church, too. And I want to show you this picture. This is Katie Wilson. She's in the nursery today. And this is her just finishing the marathon. I'm celebrating her victory because I will never, ever run a marathon. (laughs) You'd be lucky if you see me driving 26 miles. Without even considering. I want to show you the second picture. This is Ashley Johnson. These are all members of our church. She just had a baby over a year ago. Just under, I mean, just over a year ago. And she was so sad because she didn't do as well as she thought. But I told her, it looks like you're kicking that man's butt. (laughs) In this picture. I think she did great. And this last picture, everybody knows Rich. But the thing about Rich is, he actually fell off a ladder in June. And he busted up his toe. He has these grossest pictures of his bones sticking out his toe. And he finally got the okay in the middle of November. First of November that he can train. And so he started training and he finished the marathon. He actually finished it so fast that I think in my prime, I couldn't even run one mile that fast, and you you did 26. So I want to give these three people uh, a hand. Let's celebrate their victory. Great job. Great job. A couple of weeks ago, I was in the nursery watching your kids. I passed my background check, and I made sure I had a mom in there with me in case there was any trouble. There were four kids in there. They were scared to death of Uncle Matt. It was like I was Freddy Krueger from the Halloween movie. They were clinging to the mom in there. And I thought, okay, maybe this is a bad idea. But if God is truly with me, then he will sense their presence. And sure enough, 10 minutes later, we were whooping it up in there. We were making so much noise that as I looked out the window, all the people in the back were staring over there like something was happening. And it wasn't the kids. It was Uncle Matt. It was fun. I think we have to remind ourselves 
that wherever we go, we carry the presence of God with us. And that's the way I look at it most times. I always think, God, when I go over there, what are you going to do? He always does the most amazing things. My mom and dad are here. I actually forgot that my mom has such a beautiful voice. I don't know what happened to me, because I think I would be such a good singer. But I think my head is too big for that. But my dad was in the hospital two weeks ago. He kept falling down. He fell down like five times at home in a 24-hour period. So we knew something was wrong with him. We took him to emergency, and they admitted him to the hospital. I sent a group text out to my Ohana group, and I said, hey, my dad's in the hospital. They're not sure what's wrong with him, but would you pray for him? And they all agreed to. Actually, Brian and Derek and Pastor Thomas drove all the way out there to visit him. And that just made his day. That first night as I was praying for my dad, I actually saw a vision of him sitting in this church while I was preaching. And I knew he wasn't going to die. Because the God who is Emmanuel was with me. And he decided to show me that. And so I said, Dad, you know, as I was praying for you, I saw a vision of you sitting in our church as I was speaking. And he started cracking up. He thought it was so funny. And I said, would you come to church? So he pondered it. And he's like, no. (laughs) So I'm like, okay. But as the days went by, I told him, Dad, I really feel that God wants you to come to our church. Because I think you're supposed to bless the people there. I don't know what it is. My wife says that if I am lucky enough to live as old as he is, I'm going to look exactly like him. So he lets me cut his hair, and he doesn't care how I cut it. I shave him, and I stare into his face, knowing that if I live that long, I'm going to look exactly like that. And I tell him, you're so handsome. (laughs) I love my dad. I remember as a freshman in high school, I tried to play football. I went out for the football team. I had never played football in my life because my mom didn't want any of us to get hurt. And I, I was puny. And so I show up, what position do you play? 
And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, you're so small. Hey, you're running back. I remember on the practice field looking up, my dad had bought me these nice new white football cleats. And I could see him up there. He was so proud. And we had a drill where you get the ball and you run, and everybody slaps you with their hands. But I was so light, they actually picked me up. And I thought I was flying, but they had actually lifted me off the ground. I got cut from the team shortly after. But I think God has a funny way of showing what you're meant to do. And I wonder, does he see that God has meant me to do this, to preach his word, to share his love? You know, this Christmas, there's no snow. Maybe some of you are from the mainland. But in Hawaii, we have like big parties. And Kani Kapila, we play music. So I invited a couple of aunties to share. So would you help me welcome Auntie Jerry and Auntie Lily? Good morning. Oh, this is uh, quite an honor for me. You know. uh, my family's here, so it makes it so nice. My two sons and my granddaughter and great-granddaughter and my daughter-in-law. Uh, and they came from California.
morning, I think I'm supposed to remind you that Christmas is the beginning of the greatest love story ever told. God loved you so much that he sent his only son to die for our sins, and Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And he is with you in good times and in bad times. When you're super happy, you're full of joy over you're down in the depths and you're weary and you're tired. And because he is with each of us, that makes us the greatest gift that this world has ever seen or experienced. Would you pray with me?